Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, are there team updates for us? Well, uh, we've come to uh, we've come to the end of another season. Um, you know, obviously didn't go the way we wanted it to, but you know, we uh, we had to celebrate our 13 seniors on Sunday. Uh, one of the coolest things I think that um, in the profession that I've learned is, you know, when I got here, with my predecessor, Coach Rogoszewski, right after the season, he would always do the banquet, and I thought that was pretty slick. And then get it over with versus sitting around and trying to get people back to campus. We had about we had over 200, uh, uh, including our team and family members. So I mean, that's a good turnout. And we celebrated the seniors on Sunday, and then um, you know we kind of you know kind of put the 20 not kind of put the 2022 season to bed, and you know we're on to we're, we're hitting the ground running here, man. So. Well, let's talk about this final game of the season. Exciting game, contest against St. Scholastica. Your thoughts on the game? Yeah, you know what? Obviously, it didn't it, it didn't go the way we wanted it to, um, and that was kind of the that was kind of the the, um, the narrative of the whole year. Um, but I tell you what, man. Like I told those guys in the locker room, um, they fought they fought their tails off. Um, again, we had opportunities, um, couldn't capitalize on them. You know, third down was was the overarching message. You know, possession downs, we couldn't take care of. You know, we couldn't couldn't pick it up or slash more so couldn't get off the field. So again, when you when you're doing things like that, man, you are probably you know, eight times out of ten, you're probably not gonna come up with the win. So a little disappointing, but again, the kids fought and they fought all year. Uh would have been great to, you know, to to have a win for the seniors going out, but you know what? Those guys those guys uh, tried their best and we just came up short, so Tough weather conditions on Saturday. Yeah, I'm wondering how much of an advantage you feel like St. Scholastica has by where they play at. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I thought it was going to be a bigger deal, but it wasn't. I mean, our guys were, were into it. The sideline was good. Um, it, it was fine. It, you know, I mean, it was – I've seen it. I think when we played them down here last year, it was the weather was a little worse. But, so, you know, we don't make excuses. You know, they had to play in it. They did a good job. And, 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 and again, I want to make sure, too, you know, got to give credit to St. Scope. You know, Coach Hess had those guys ready to go. The quarterback played well. Receivers played well. You know, we were on our fourth quarterback, but it is what it is, man. Like, that's what we talked about on this show, man. Nobody cares about that. You know, you got to find a way to get a win, and we came up short. So, you got to give respect to those guys, too. So, You talked a little bit about this, but last game for your seniors, would you care to share some thoughts about this group and what they've meant to you personally? Wow, man. i tell you what. The group collectively, you know, and it's crazy. I kind of I went through all of them, you know, Chip Kent. Max Sick, Kyle Ager, Ryan Lauterbach, Eli Danielson, Ryder Hutton. Those are five-year guys. So we got six kids that, 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 you know, obviously went through the pandemic and said, you know what, no, I want to come back. So I really, really we, – we, Hamlin University, is really grateful to those guys for doing that. That's a financial obligation. Um, they put their careers on pause, come back and give everything uh, for this last season. So I'm really appreciative of those guys. And then you got Sam Dabrowski and Kevin Lake. Lucius Negrillo, Denley Wenner, uh, Melvin Quega Shishuda, uh, Sammy Fritz, and then Terrell Jones, who you know this is their last year. They came in as freshmen in nineteen, and and their and their 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 plans are to move on. You know, so those thirteen guys, you know, that mean a lot to me, and all those guys that come through the program mean a lot. But you know, this was this was a, a difficult year because you know we really thought we had a chance to do something special, and we did some things special. But I mean, as far as from a record standpoint, I thought this was going to be a year where you know these are the guys that really kind of changed it and set the bar and say, hey, you know, winning seasons is what it is at Hamlin, but we haven't gotten there yet for whatever reason, and we will. But I was really, really appreciative of those 13 guys, especially the six that came back for, for that fifth. Are there players from the season that you want to recognize, top players on either side of the ball? 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Charlie Wilson, um, I mean, he was the top five in the country with receptions per game. Um, you know, he broke the school record, 73 catches in a year. And think about that. He broke the school record, and Alejandro got hurt uh, with two games and a half left. So, kid could have – I don't know what he could have did. Maybe he would have went over 90 catches, man. He caught 73. 71 was the record, caught 73, and I think he might be chasing that. He, he Hopefully the goal for him is to chase that and, and to beat his own record next year. So, offensively, I'd say Charlie Wilson. Uh, defensively, uh, it was a split between Zach Griebel and, and uh, Caleb Leaders. You know, those guys were topping the Mayak with tackles and pass breakups. Um, and then I would say special teams-wise, um, you know, we found a gem in Andy Thompson as far as the ability to handle kickoffs and and um, um, kickoffs and uh, field goals. And then, um, you know, we probably should say yeah, that would be where we're at with the, with the acknowledging the, the guys. So, As you look forward out of this season, what, what do you take away from this year that you build upon? Yeah, I think, man, it's, it's a, it, was a, it was a goofy year, man. Like, it just, you know, I've never been a part of a year where third down, you know, hurt us so much, you know. So, our, so I know for ourselves and – as we start to, you know, I got players coming in, you know, players coming in and doing end-of-the-year evaluations, doing coaches' end-of-the-year evaluations. I know for me personally, just being able to study, you know, get our offensive coaches studying red zone offense, who was really good at it, let's study it, let's see how they did. Um, third down offense, who was really good at it, let's study it and see what they did. And same for us defensively, third down defense. And we've got to really dive in and dissect and, and, and find out why. You know, there's a time in the game on Saturday where we got this guy double-teamed. The quarterback shouldn't have thrown it. He throws it and puts it perfectly behind a guy on third and seven in the third quarter, and that, that just killed us. You know, so we got to figure out the third down defense and our red zone defense. So just things like that, you know, we've got to make sure we're, we're highlighting and we've got to find a way to get better because we've got talent, we have a good team. But as we know, this is a great league, and the teams are only going to get better, and we've got to get better too. So, Well, let's jump into fan questions this week. We'll start with Miles. It says, Coach, were you surprised that St. Scholastica went for it on fourth and nine at our 15 with just under two minutes left? It would have seemed that the smart option would have been to kick the field goal. Uh, no, I know Coach Hess, man. Coach Hess and I actually went to Illinois State together for a year, so I knew exactly how aggressive he was going to be. He was trying to put the nail in the coffin, um, and he probably, and he knew um, if he didn't get it, you know, he knew our quarterback situation was a little was dicey. I mean, we're on our fourth guy, so he probably was rolling the dice saying that we weren't we wouldn't be able to, to drive the field. So I get it. You know, we were aggressive on a on a fourth down uh, in the third quarter, which I'm kicking myself for. You know, as a head coach, you know, you, you ultimately the the responsibility lies with you. And and I asked my assistants for some advice. Hey, should we go for a kick? And I should have kicked it. You know, because you know those three points, as you can see, probably if we would have made it. Now I don't know if we would have made it, but. I, it would have been, you know, now that we, I know we have a field goal kicker in Andy Thompson. And we tried one early and he missed it. And that was difficult, but I should have kicked it down there in the third quarter. So I, I get it. I understand. It's, 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 a, it's a gamble sometimes. Kyle would like to know, was Villanueva not able to go in the final few games, or were you simply keeping him healthy to ensure for future seasons? Oh, no. <laughs> we, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't look around for future seasons. <laughs> if he could have played, he would have played. He broke his collarbone and, um, yeah, you can't play with that. So, um, so you know, we had to go, obviously. Um, you know, and Alec Rouse has been down all year. And then uh, Nick Grandy tried his best, just wasn't ready. He moved a little fast for him. And then, so then we had to go with Charlie Wilson, who was being selfless, took away from him being a receiver. He was a whole high school quarterback. Um, and, you know, but, again, he, he, he gave a good effort. I think he ran for over 100 yards in the game, but it just wasn't enough. So, 
Speaking of that, Jimmy would like to know, could you see Charlie Wilson competing for the quarterback position next season? Um, unless he unless he really uh, came in and, and put his foot down and said he'd like to do that, but we've already had that conversation. Because when we brought him in, he was a QB, and then we felt like what was best was to move him out, really start at tight end and then out the wide out. So, no, I think he, he's, he's got his home. He's got his home at receiver. He was just doing, you know, what was selfless for the team, um, you know. So we'll we'll be excited to see how the, the quarterback uh, the quarterback race shapes up. Obviously, Alejandro has an inside track because he you know, was playing really really well, and but you know, obviously, he got hurt. So Ali asks. He says a lot of skill players return for you next year. I would think you are feeling very good about this team and their chances of reaching the next level next season. Yeah. You know, I got to be careful with that. Uh, I'm going to be very careful this off season of projecting, because if you'd have told me last year at this time, you know, defensively, I would have thought last year at this time when the season was over last year, I was like, man, we're going to be really, really good defensively, and for whatever reason, we weren't. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hit pause this year in the off season with talking about what I think and how good we're going to be. We're going to work at it. We're going to keep our head down, keep our mouth shut, and we just got to keep grinding. Uh, we got potential. But again, man, if we don't if we don't clean up the details and, and get a little bit and get more disciplined, you know, we're gonna have the same results next year. So we, we got a lot of we got a lot of work to do, but we do have talent here. So that's our job to, to get the talent to, to produce on the field. So Well, that was a great response, Coach, because Walter says, Coach, it seems like every season there is talk about this is finally the year the club will reach five hundred or better. This will be the winning season. Do you feel like this is putting too much pressure on the team and they should just go out and play? You know what, that's that's fair. Um, like I said, man, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay singly focused on how to, how do, how do we get better um, in each department of our team? You know, how do the receivers get better? How do the DBs get better? How do D line get better? And so forth. So I mean, that's the only way that we got to strip this thing down and, and figure it out, man. Because there's a disconnect somewhere, and um, and we got to figure it out. Like that's our jobs, man. And we got to get our guys to perform on Saturdays, and they performed at times, but when it was crunch time, we just couldn't, we couldn't get it done. So. Quincy would like to know, how do you evaluate a season beyond wins and losses? Um, I think you evaluate it, obviously, um, you know, in a lot of different ways, man. You know, are the guys engaged um, throughout, the, throughout the whole 14 weeks? Um, team GPA, um, are there, did you have a lot of incidents off the field, I mean, like meaning in the dorms or in the calf? Um, what was the locker room like? You know, what's the sideline like? Um, what's practices like? You know, are guys engaged? So there's a lot of things that you can look for and say that, hey, our program's in a good spot. You know, we just, you know, we got to find a way to make plays on Saturdays or we're in a bad spot. You know, it's time to, it's time to, it's time to uh, put the for sale sign up and get out of here. And that's not the case. So, You know, I, I, if I remember you correctly saying too, and I think you brought up a, a point that I, I think is very valid in terms of evaluating the season is I, I believe that the team GPA has gone up almost every year under you. Isn't that right? Um, not, not all, not up all the time, not Washington State, not up every year, but it's been over a 3.0 for knock on wood for the, for the duration of my time here, which hopefully, you know, we can keep, we can keep that going because that's important. That's super important. So. Absolutely. That's an impressive mark for sure. Uh, next do we have Aaron who says, coach, I heard you say once that there is such a small margin in terms of talent in the NFL. Do you feel like the Mayak has reached that point where everyone has gotten to be so good? <laughs> I, I can make that argument. Uh, I really can because you start looking at, you know, you look at St. Skull has gotten better. Uh, we beat them twice last year. They beat us twice this year. Um, I thought St. Olaf, they've got probably one of the best running backs in the league, and I think the kid's a sophomore. 
Um, McAllister went 5-5 five and five in his first year, um, and they got some pieces coming back. Augsburg got sophomores over there, quarterback and receivers, and their defense. They got their defense playing good. And Coach Lamker got those guys with six wins in his second year. I mean, and so, and I'm just talking about the teams, you know, and I'm not talking about the St. Tom, the St. John's, Concordia's, Gus Davis's, you know what I mean? So it's a, the league is, the league is very good. Um, it's talented. Uh, it's well coached. Um, so, you know, hey man, it's, 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 a, it's a competitive, it's a competitive time to be in the MIAC, so. Our buddy Andre returns with two questions. The first is, who worries you the most in winning the NFC East for the Eagles? And then, who do you worry about most in the NFC overall for the Eagles making the Super Bowl? I mean, I think you always got with, with, Tom, with, Tom Brady, with Tom Brady lurking around. I think you always got to be leery of him. Um, uh, the Rams, I mean, they're, 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 they're tested. Um, they're tested and, and well coached. I know they're struggling a little bit right now, but I'd say the Rams, the Bucks. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Cowboys, the Skins, the Giants. I mean, I don't know. The NFL is so – everybody was like, oh, coach, you know, we got the Redskins, and we should feel great. And I'm like, listen, first of all, it's the NFL. And second of all, the Redskins are well coached and it's in the division. So that's always a bad, uh, a bad recipe. <laughs> now, I know I've said this a bunch of times myself in the last year, but commanders now, coach. So we have to remember commanders. that now. Not, commanders, yes. Commanders. Not Redskins. <laughs> the commanders, I've said that a bunch too. Oh, my goodness. So don't apologize. You're right. Thank you for holding me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> Andre would also like to know, he says, Philadelphia is really struggling on the court. Were you surprised the team let Ben Simmons go, or did you feel that there was really nothing they could have done to keep him around? No, I think that situation, uh, it exhausted itself. Yeah, he probably it, – it, and, and, and that's like everywhere, man. Sometimes it's just time to get a new – um, you know, get a uh, new vision and a new, you know, new breath, breath of fresh air. So I think it was time for him to go. Just didn't fit in the city. Philadelphia is a tough, hard-nosed, blue-collar city. Man, I don't think he, I mean, he just didn't fit. So, and that's okay. Jack would like to know, what is something you want to accomplish in your life that is really a wild dream? A wild dream? Wow. Oh, boy. I I've been getting stumped on this show here a couple times now, man. Um I don't know. Something I want to accomplish that's a wild dream. Now, I don't think there's anything. I'm a pretty boring person. I don't think I have anything that I really want to do. It's a wild dream. So I don't know. I have maybe maybe we can circle back on that one. <laughs> I've never thought of you as boring, but okay. Um, <laughs> next up is Nancy, who would like to know what is being served at the Taylor household for Thanksgiving. Well, that's a good question. I haven't gotten that far. Season just season just ended. I'm sure there'll be some turkey lurk, lurking around. I'm sure there'll be some jerk chicken lurk, lurking around somewhere. Uh, cheesy potatoes probably will be around somewhere. Um, something green, salads, maybe some kind of salad, something healthy. Um, and maybe if I could find a sweet potato pie. I don't, I'm not a baker, but if I can find a sweet potato pie, um, that'd be awesome. Next up was John. I would like to say, Coach, this is Thanksgiving time where we are expressing what we are thankful for. On behalf of parents, we just wanted to say we are thankful for the way you have dedicated yourself to our kids and the way that you have taught them to be good young men. That means a lot. Thank you. Um, and I would I would shoot right back at at um, John and the parents. You know, they, 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 your sons have made coming to work fun. Obviously, Saturdays weren't you know as fun as we want them to be when you you know when you lose them. But as far as just young people to work with, 
it's been it's been awesome, and that's a testament to how they were raised and to their parents. So thank so thanks right back at you guys. So, and our words of wisdom for this week, Coach. Oh, the words of wisdom. What do we have today? What do we have today, man? I don't know. Next time I'm going to talk to you guys. So, I'll leave you with this. Life doesn't make sense right now, but it will one day. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. All right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for listening.